Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from LaGuardia Airport here in New York City. I'm getting ready to board my plane. Um, but let's do some gossiping first. Um, I don't know what that was. I'm so sorry. Um, as you guys know, I'm, I'm on vacation this week. I don't know the production schedule quite yet. Um, honestly, Will and I just decided that we're going to take it day by day and just see what happens. Um, and he's a brilliant producer, so he's going to be able to spin whatever nonsense I come up with <laughs> into gold like he normally does. So I promised you guys a day of blind items, and that's exactly what you're going to get. So without further ado, let's get this party started. Um, this one comes from Blind Gossip. For all the best blind items, go to blindgossip.com. This one is called Singer is Cycling Back. And it says, this singer's behavior is sometimes completely baffling. She dates guys who cheat on their woman to be with her, but thinks they won't cheat on her because they love her so much. Wrong. She dates guys who are addicted to various substances, but thinks that they will stop because they love her so much. Wrong. She dates guys who are mentally ill, but thinks they will get treatment because they love her so much. Wrong. Guess what? She just cycled back to the cheater again. Yes, of course he cheated on her last time, but she thinks that this time will be different. Girl doesn't have a lick of sense. This is Ariana Grande all the way. Cheater is Big Sean. Um, some substance abuse um, was Mac Miller. And mentally ill is Pete Davidson. Now, there are two things that need to be said here. Um, rumor has it, and it's all over the um, gossip blogosphere, that Ariana Grande and Big Sean are back together. Now, there are some people who are suggesting that they're not actually a couple this time, but rather um, just hooking up. Not great, but XX is very understandable. Um, because you always go back to the D that you know. And, and you can print that somewhere because those are Ed's words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can already hear Will groaning when he hears this just trying to figure out what the hell I'm, I'm saying or what I'm going to say next <laughs> I'm pretty sure he plays like Ed Bingo and just like checks off everything that I say <laughs> uh, okay let me get myself together this is what happens when you don't, when you don't get a lot of sleep because you play D&D the night before and you have to get up to catch your flight early in the morning. Anyways, the other thing I want to say is earlier in the week, um, there was a minor story about Pete Davidson kicking out a heckler at one of his comedy shows because the guy made a joke about Mac Miller overdosing and dying. And I've actually had the pleasure of running into Pete Davidson 
he seems like an okay guy. Like, we didn't talk or, you know, we're not friends or anything like that. Um, but I've seen him around. And he's a cool dude. Um, he was talking to a friend. He uses bro a lot. Which really pissed me off. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I was walking around a Rockefeller Center. And I seen him and... I just want, you know, it wasn't anything, they weren't talking about anything scandalous. I think they were talking about some football game or something. This was last, um, last year, like around November-ish. And like I said, nothing really, like, there was nothing really scandalous or anything about it. He seemed like a really cool down-to-earth guy. But it's really hard to judge that based on just seeing him one time and not really, you know, I didn't actually interact. <coughs> Would not be a show without me sneezing or coughing. Um, you know, I didn't interact with him, so I'm basing everything off just the, the conver- just based on the conversation that he was having. And underground and getting back with... Um, Big Sean, it's going to end in, in a breakup again. Uh, that sounds very cynical, because I am very cynical. But, um, that's just the way it works. It doesn't, you broke up with a person for a reason. And those issues are going to bubble back up to the surface. And speaking of bubbling up back up to the surface... I'm going to go so I can bubble back up. I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, the second blind item of the day. It's called... Do-do-do. Jealous and Lonely. Again, it's from Blind Gossip for all the best finds. Go to blindgossip.com. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and it says... These two famous male actors were best friends for many years. They worked together and they played together. It would not be an exaggeration to call them BFFs. Then actor one made a series of bad personal choices. Actor two distanced himself and started spending most of his free time with actor three. Why does any of this matter? Well, it actually provides the explanation as to why actor one got back together with his ex-girlfriend. Quote, Actor 1 is always checking out the tabloids to see what Actor 2 and Actor 3 are doing together. He jokes about it, but he is hurt and a little jealous. He doesn't really have any other close friends. That is the reason why he got back together with ex with his ex-girlfriend. He just freaking hates being alone. And this is Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and I believe Chris Hemsworth. Um... It could be George Clooney, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hemsworth just because the idea of Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth like having some sexy bro time. <laughs> so we all know that Ben Affleck ended up getting back with his ex girlfriend, um, Lindsay Suckus or whatever her name is. I would look it up, but I don't want to, because I don't like her. Um, and the whole reason why they broke up initially was because 
he had an addiction problem. And the, and the issue here is... Ben Affleck has not actually treated his addiction. He treated one, one addiction for another. You know, and I, someone's going to try to tell me I'm wrong, or they're going to try to make it okay. Or, you know, say, you know, if, if your best friend, whatever. But here's the thing. You have to be okay being alone. This is codependency. And if I were a better... If I were a better podcaster or blogger or whatever you want to call me, I would go into the deep psychological nature of this. I'm not going to do that because it's boring. And I don't want to. Um, But I I, I do want to say this, though. First of all, this is like a little love triangle for the... Like a little gay love triangle for the, with straight men. Allegedly straight men. Um, which is really cute and fascinating. But... I also think that Ben Affleck needs to take some personal responsibility here. It is not Matt Damon's job to be there just because he wants him there. And it's not anyone's fault that their friendship has gone by the wayside except for Ben Affleck. When you're making bad decisions, sometimes people have to give you tough love. And tough love will often include pushing away. Um, When I was in my abusive relationship... I had friends that pushed away from me because I was making bad choices. I didn't like it, and I to this day, I'm not a big fan of what they did, but I know why they did it. And I think that's a big, a big thing is you don't have to like it. You don't have to scream and shout and say, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Because if you don't feel it's okay then it's not okay. Like, that's, that's, that's fine to say. But what's not, it, it, what's, when it's not okay is when you're blaming the other person for your choices. Oh, Matt is out there with Chris, so I have to get back with my ex-girlfriend because that is some fucked up logic. If you're back with her, be back with her because you like her, because you care about her, because you want to be with her. Not and not because you're lonely and you just want to have someone around. Because guess what? You go get a puppy dog and be just as happy. Probably happier because puppies are freaking adorable. And that sound you hear is Mandy screaming that I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So this one, this next line also comes from Blind Gossip. It's called The Wonder and the Pill. And it says, This well-built movie actor and his wife seem to be together at the Oscars. However, they may have been putting on appearances. As soon as they walked in the door of the after party, she took off and he was wandering around by himself. 
I thought she just might be in the ladies' room, but it turns out she was in a separate room partying. She didn't join him again until a few minutes before they left. Our partygoer had one last observation. He was nice to people, but she was a real pill. They didn't look very happy together. It seems like the most popular guest here is um, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. I, I'm not going to say that that guess is wrong because I've seen some very compelling evidence. Um, and we're going to get into that in just a second. The one piece of evidence that does make me think that it's not them, though, is how protective Lisa Bonet is of her husband. Um, remember earlier, um, in an earlier episode, we talked about, um, I think it was in the, it was during the After Oscars episode, we talked about how Ashley Graham asked, um, Jason Momoa to do a tribal dance, and Lisa Bonet got really upset about that. But there there was enough evidence to kind of sway me that maybe it is them. Um, the most um, compelling evidence was that Jason Momoa was really happy that Free Solo won Best Documentary. And apparently Lisa Bonet was not very pleased. Like, she was like, all of the nominees were deserving. And she just would not acknowledge his joy that... His friend and um, one of the stars and director of the movie is his pal, and you know he was just really truly happy for his for his buddy. That being said, I think I I do think that this blind is taking two very big leaps without, and maybe they have more evidence. Maybe they know something that they're not telling us, or they're gonna like, slowly dole it out in another blind. Um, but just based on this blind alone, they're trying to imply that there's trouble in paradise because two people didn't stay, at a, stay together at a party. And I think that's a really, um, that's a, that, that's a, um, faulty argument at best. I was trying to make another word work there, but it just wasn't coming to me. Um, but, and here's why it's a straw man argument. When I, when I was in a relationship with the abuser, I was the social butterfly. I love to talk to people and just float around and dance and whatever. And that, and that was one of the things is I love to dance. He did not. He wanted to sit and drink and talk politics or whatever with his buddies. So what we would often do is we would go out to the bar together. I would go to the dance floor and hang out with my people. And he would sit around and talk to the other husbands. Husbands is a very strong word, but um, for lack of a better example here, um, we were never married, but... Anyways, that didn't that didn't take away from our relationship, and it didn't mean we weren't happy together. We weren't, but it wasn't for that reason. Like, I didn't go to the dance floor because I wasn't happy with him. 
I went to the dance floor because that's what I wanted to do. So for all we know, Lisa Benet probably just wanted to go dance and have some fun. And Jason had to treat it like a networking event. And he had to talk to people. And why is he going to keep his wife um, by his side? You know, I think what we need to do here is open up our minds a little bit. Um, and, and not just jump to there's trouble in paradise because they went to the same party but they didn't do the same activity together. Um, you know, there's there, there's a million different reasons why couples may not do this. Um, that you know, that's not to say that they don't have trouble. Like I said, you know, with me and the abuser, obviously we had trouble in our relationship. But I would never want people to jump to that conclusion based on us doing having different activities. And it's also rumored that um, Jason Momoa and Lisa Benet have an open relationship. So I think we need to take that into account here too. Maybe they decided, hey, like, this is a really swanky party, like, maybe we can find some hookups or whatever. We don't know the rules of their relationship. It's fun to talk about, and it's fun to speculate. But give me some compelling evidence that there's trouble in paradise. And speaking of paradise, I'm gonna go get me something to drink, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So... The next blind item we're coming to is mad and glad about the revival. And it says, when the revival of this ensemble TV series was announced, you would think that everyone would be happy. Not necessarily so. One of the cast members who could really use the money had to deal with an annoyed spouse. He is glad that she's working, but is also mad because he thought she should have held out for more episodes and more money per episode. We do not know if the spouse is currently working. Um, this is, this just screams Troy Spelling, Dean McDermott, and the Nyotono revival. And here are a couple things that I think need to be said. First of all, this is the second revival of 90210. I guess technically the first one was a reboot, but um, let's not get into technicalities here. This is the first one where the original casts are all reuniting, um, with the exception so far of Luke Perry and Shannon Doherty. Although, um, if Luke Perry comes out of his coma, um, there's a very good chance that he... He will appear in an episode or two, um, but he is a series regular over on Riverdale, so they would obviously have first first call for him. Um, and Shannon Doherty may make an appearance or two. I don't know if she even wants to go back and work with these people. Um, I would think that she would just for her, for insurance purposes and maybe to get a paycheck, but... You know, I don't know how that works. But um, the second thing I really wanted to say about this is holding out for more money or more episodes was never going to work. 
because recent revivals have not fared very well. Um, the Will and Grace and Roseanne revivals are exceptions, not the rule. Um, if you look at Murphy Brown, while she did respectable business, respectable is not what they're what these shows are looking for, or what these producers and network execs are looking for with these legacy shows. Um, they're looking for the type of ratings that Roseanne and Will and Grace brought in in their first seasons. Um, but even, you know, Will and Grace, this season, it took, they keep hitting new series lows. Um, Roseanne was renewed for a second season and then obviously that imploded. And the Connors, and even towards the end of Roseanne's first season, the ratings were dropping. And the Connors picked up basically right where um, Roseanne left off. And that's not to say that these ratings are bad. What I am saying, though, is... Networks are going to become a lot more frugal when it comes to handing out series orders. Um... You know, Will and Grace has an 18-episode order um, for this season and next season so far. Um, Murphy Brown had a 13-season, or 13-episode order. But I would bet cash money that if CBS could have slashed that, they would have. Um, they probably couldn't because Candace Bergen had a guarantee. When we're looking at 90210, first of all, this is not a straight-up reboot. This is going to be a show where the actors are playing exaggerated, exaggerated versions of themselves, a la Curb Your Enthusiasm. This type of show has not worked on network TV. Um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is popular and has lasted a while because it's on HBO. So they could be testing the waters to make sure that this concept is going to work. That's number one. Number two... Um, the fact that they went to Fox, Fox does not need as much primetime um, programming as they once did because they're, they're basically going to sports and um, things like that. They're going to have wrestling, they're going to have football. So summer, summer, giving them a summer launch is, is just excellent. Um... Furthermore, because they are on in the summer, they're not going to have the budget that they would have. Um, maybe if Fox doesn't like it or if it doesn't make it on Fox, it could go to CBS um, All Access, where it probably would do fairly well. Um, Hulu could um, try to pick it up or um, Netflix. I honestly think that it would do much better on a streamer than it, it's going to do on network TV because... This seems like the type of show where you're going to have to binge it. But that's just my opinion. And also in my opinion is I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So this final blind, um, which it, as they all have, comes from blind gossip. This one is called Secret Money Meetings. And it says, this celebrity couple is running into money problems. He's an athlete and she's a singer. Each achieved fame before they met, met the other, so they each amassed their own tidy nest egg. 
However, as a couple, they were fighting a lot for money. He hates the way she handles money. She talked him into a few things, and now he regrets it. He does not want to be part of deals as a couple, or to even put real estate in both of their names. He's been talking to his business manager about restructuring his finances to protect them. She does not know about the meetings. We do not know if if this is just his way of protecting the money he has earned over the years, or if he's preparing for a split. Now... Before I get into my answer, I just want to say the most popular guess on this one is um, David and Victoria Beckham, which is completely possible. Um, the only reason why I'm discounting this is because, again, I read all the gossip blogs. I say this every episode, it seems like. Um, that's probably one of, like, Will's, um, Will's bingo card. <laughs> um, but... I think that there, the, the fallacy there is I did not get a married vibe off of this. Um, and while he has given her money for her fashion line, he, um, they announced recently that he, was, he wasn't doing it anymore. And she actually had another sponsor, or another investor, I should say. Please forgive my lack of terminology there. Another investor lined up um, that was going to give her money. And I think that's kind of important. That I think that really negates them um, being this couple. Because it doesn't sound like she knows that he's pulling his money out of their business ventures. So my guess is um, A-Rod, Alexander Rodriguez... And Jennifer Lopez. Um, I should have done some research before I started recording, but again, I'm I'm literally just waiting to catch my plane right now. So, I did, but I believe that they have a house up for sale. I know she um, she got involved in some of his businesses and wanted him to um, grow quote-unquote girl up some athletic equipment and stuff like that, which didn't sit well with him. Does that mean that this is them? Not necessarily. But I think it does give um, a lot of um, credence to the fact that it could be. Um, And almost every gossip site has had the countdown to the A-Rod, J-Lo breakup going. Um, Crazy Days and Nights has a whole arc where he's sleeping with anyone and everyone. And she knows and is very frustrated by that. Again, I'm not going to say one way or the other whether that's true or not. I can definitely see it being... I can definitely see it being true, though. I think I think that instead of doing things in the class and that matter, they should talk about it. If he doesn't want to be with her anymore, then they should just end it because they're not married, they don't have kids. Um, 
they can untangle themselves fairly easily um, business-wise. And, you know, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they've already done that. I don't know. Um, it would seem like... It would, it would seem to be reasonable. And that's the other thing. Like, with, with the Beckhams, it would not be that easy to untangle. Yes, they probably both have massive fortunes beforehand, but they've made a ton more money um, since they've been married, and there's kids involved. And so I feel like not only would that have been mentioned, but it would have made it much more difficult to... It, it would have made that much more difficult to... Um, to to disentangle from one another. And I just got my first boarding call, so I have to run, guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I will be back with you as soon as I can. Um, and until next time, I'm raising my Mickey Mouse ears to you and saying cheers.